been a while since I've done a podcast and um, there's been a number of reasons for that, uh, mainly the big one being COVID and uh, how that's affected the way we we approach business and um, there's been a lot going on behind the scenes here at BaseCon uh, on how we we approach things and how we've had to adjust and, and pivot to make sure that we uh, are still running a viable operation. Um, I've just written down a couple of things over the last month or so which have really – you know, things that we've had to work through. Um, and, I, and I really think they're good points for any small business or any business, let's say, you know, that that really need to keep their eye on the ball and uh, and we've always got to make sure we're, we're looking at these things. Um, the biggest challenges for, for us here at BaseCon hasn't been work as in sales. There's been plenty of work and activity in construction and you know, from the outside of look outside looking in, you're probably thinking, "Wow, you know, these guys have, uh, uh, have been very lucky in the fact that you know they've got all this work." When you've got, you see coffee shops and things like that, and, and restaurants and hospitality industries that have had to close their doors, we've been hit double whack here. Um, it's it COVID, plenty of work. We can't get materials and we can't get labour. Um, so it's very frustrating for us that you sit here and see all the orders come through, but we actually can't deliver them. And uh, because of those two reasons, we number one, we can't get the materials to put the, the product in the ground. And even if we can, we can't find the labour to do it. So it's uh, very, very frustrating. So we then had to find a way on stop over promising people. We were just, we were used to taking orders and being able to deliver them no matter what. And all of a sudden we've got all these uh, orders and then we're not delivering them and we're letting customers down. So there was a big big focus within our organisation on, you know, really having a look at the numbers and having a look at what we can achieve and being honest about that. Now, does that mean that we had to consolidate and go backwards? I wouldn't say go backwards, but we definitely had to consolidate on the numbers that we can deliver. And that also meant that we had to look on the staff we needed to deliver that. So if you rewind six months ago, BaseCon opened up an office in Melbourne it was our second our second office um, and all our administration were running down there. Over the last six months, we've had to close that office down um, and all, all the staff in that office actually either have repositioned, moved on or whatever it is, um, and it just didn't work. And that, that was a real eye-opener for me personally and a massive lesson for BaseCon. So two things that happened from that is – well, COVID hit, so our numbers dropped. So, you know, it was frustrating for them down there um, in an in administration scheduling department. So they were they were floundering a little bit because it was it was a hard a hard job to feel really positive about. But secondly, senior management weren't down there with them, so we were struggling to keep them motivated. I personally just thought that the people down there would be right, and you know, I, I'm a massive person on reliability. And I was relying on them to do it. The the stats and the figures tell me that it wasn't happening. Um, I don't think they were doing it personally. I just think it just human, just being human beings and human nature that you know it was a hard task at the time, and they just it just ate them up. So they got to a point where you know it just became too hard to do. So once we when we closed that that office down and this was us consolidating a little bit and just you know having a look at how many people we needed to achieve what we need to do here and be a viable business is we brought everything back in under under our umbrella in Ballarat head office and 
made some adjustments to our our software that that meant that we didn't need as many people, so we automated, um, and we started having some really really um, open and transparent conversations with our clients about, look, I'm sorry, we can't, we just can't do that for you. Now, was there pushback from that? Yes, there were some people who were very disappointed that we couldn't achieve it, but I don't think they're disappointed with us. I just think. You know, there wasn't a lot, a lot of other op- other options out there for them to go to. So, um, you know, for them it was oh, okay. Basecon's always helped us out and and delivered, and now all of a sudden we weren't. We are now, you know, fast forward three four months, we are now delivering on on every level. So, you know, we're now making sure we're hitting our dates again. We're not over promising to people. Um, you know, we're delivering the service that BaseCon stands for. And from that, cash flow improved. So all of a sudden, you know, our jobs were profitable. Uh, we were looking at the numbers, et cetera, et cetera. So which brings me to the next point. With COVID, there's, there's become in construction, and I can only talk against construction, is that uh, there's, been this, there's been this um, – issue right through the industry, especially with builders that, you know, if they can't get materials, they can't deliver a product. And I've been very concerned, uh, especially for the last 12 months, that these guys were getting concrete slabs in the ground, but there's no timber to get frames in and there's no labour to get the frames in and there's no bricklayers. All these guys, they're struggling to get labour. I mean, you'll just got to read any, any newspaper and you'll see that, you know, everyone knows there's a skill shortage um, now that's from a number of things is we have a lot of um, international people who have gone home who we've always relied on and there's another thing others that are just not coming into the industry but anyway we we're getting we're getting foundations in the ground but the builders aren't getting frames up um, and every building company relies on their their claims to keep their business open so they get a st- stage a base a claim then they get a lock up a frame claim then they get a lock up fix claim etc cetera, etc cetera. And they're not getting anything after, well, not as they used to. So if they're, you know, if they're used to getting uh, six slabs, six frames and six uh, lockups for the month and all of a sudden they're only getting the six slabs in, it's going to affect their cash flow. And I've just been, I was waiting to see how that was going to affect the industry and I, I guess at Basecom we, we decided that we, we were aware this is coming and, we, we, you know, we made the adjustments early and and I'm seeing it now. Just, you know, in the last month I'm just seeing builders are starting to really struggle with their payments um, and the industry you can see there's, you know, unfortunately they're starting to see a lot of businesses wind up. So what we did to cover that, just so people know, is we spread our risk. At the end of the day we weren't too heavy with anyone. Um, we made sure that we put a lot of time and effort and we've used some outside sourcing as well as in, in, in-house stuff on on our receivables we made sure that people aren't getting put you know getting too far out and that's been really uncomfortable at times we've got some clients who you know we used to give a little bit of breathing room um but now we don't we just had to be really really hard about it and just say i'm sorry look this is this isn't personal but we just don't want that relationship to get to a point where we're asking for so much money that it becomes really uncomfortable so we reined that right in um which it, it, look, it's still it's still uh, in in operation. It's still in progress. It's not perfect, but it's a lot better than it was. And I'm sleeping well at night because that risk has been mitigated. I was only speaking to a a, 
a um, young tradesman the other day who was saying, you know, he's owed oh, – look, I'm not going to say the figures, but they're quite large. And I said, how much of, of your work or that is the is the percentage of your business? And he said it's about 85%. So 85% of his workload was coming in from one customer – and I personally just think that's way too risky. And I've been there. I'm guilty of it. You get you get swept up in they've got all the work. You just keep churning it out. So there's three things in it that everyone needs to keep in mind is, yeah, it's great to be busy. That's awesome. Um, you can keep your staff going. Yeah, it, it's it's great to, to get the numbers in the books. Uh, so it makes you look really good on paper. But the most important thing is that those that numbers are coming back in through your business and, and there's profit in it. If you're not watching all three of those things – you get caught up really quickly. And I see way too often with trades, guys, yeah, go, oh, I'll do all the work. They're flat out. They're just working that hard and they'd never get a chance to take five minutes to have a look at the numbers and see where their profit margin is, which means it catches up. At some point, whether it's months or a year, you're going to be behind. And if you're behind every month, it's, you know, it may be the ATO. It might be the tax office that come and grab you and say, hey, look, you need to pay me this and you haven't, you haven't allowed for it. So it, in these times, in these these rocky times, um, is I I just tell everybody just spread it. So at least if you lose one customer, you can still manage with your three or four other percent. So we've we've gone somewhere between twenty twenty five percent, no more than that, um, and you know that works for us. Um, so the biggest business lessons I've had over the last twelve months have have been that is is. Just look at your numbers. Always, always have a look at the data in your business. And if you're not good at looking data, to looking at data, learn. So understand how much it's costing you to run your business. Understand what your profit margins are. Understand where your receivables are. Understand what percentage of your work you are spreading or your risk that you're spreading. And and always don't just stop looking at that. That's a weekly thing that you have to do. Now that's accounting. Now I know and all bookkeeping and really good bookkeeping. If you don't, and you're like me and you're not great at it, either employ someone to do it or learn how to do it. It's it's something we sort of put aside and we think, oh, it's pretty easy. We'll just send out the invoices. And I get them, we get them here. We get invoices that come in on Word documents. And, and I just, you look at it and go, well, how do they keep control of that? In business, though, you've heard it a million times. I've heard it a million times. Cash flow is king, and that's what you need. Anyway, I hope you got something out of that. Talk soon.